Welcome to the Viva Power International half-year results presentation for the six months ended 31 December 2020. I'm going to kick off with a strategic and operational review, and then I'll also cover the financial review for the period. Uh, so just going straight to the executive summary, uh, which is set out on page three. The headline is uh, our results for the half year were affected by strict COVID lockdowns, uh, but our growth outlook uh, is very strong uh, as a result of the uh, Tembo acquisition. Uh, our revenues declined 28% year on year to 22.7 mil, uh, primarily as a result of strict COVID-19 lockdowns in Australia, causing delays to schedule works uh, for our Avitas uh, business units. Uh, as a consequence, uh, gross profit decreased 18% year-on-year to 4.6 mil. And uh, notwithstanding that, our GP margin did improve to 20% versus 18% uh, in the previous corresponding year. And that was the result of strong focus on project execution and labor efficiency. Uh, our EBITDA declined to 1.2 mil for the half-year period. Uh, from 4.2 mil in the previous corresponding period. Again, the primary drivers were the COVID lockdown-related revenue drop. Uh, but in addition, we did increase our headcount uh, to support the hyperscaling of the Tembo business. Our balance sheet has been, however, fortified with the capital raising that was consummated uh, in October 2020, uh, raising a gross figure of 28.75 million. Uh, our cash balance as a result has increased from 2.8 mil as at the end of June 2020 to 17.4 million as at 31 December of the same year. Uh, we also refinanced our parent company shareholder loan. Uh, this was uh, consummated in January with a longer maturity date and lower interest rates, which reflects the improved credit profile of the company. Uh, as I mentioned at the outset, the Tembo acquisition has really transformed the growth trajectory of Viva Power. We completed the 51% acquisition of Tembo in November 2020, and subsequent to uh, this uh, reporting period, we moved to 100% ownership in February 2021. Uh, we also signed a major partnership deal with GB Auto. Uh, to distribute our Tembo electric vehicles in Australia. And that deal is worth up to 250 million US dollars uh, in revenue over four years. Uh, last but not least, uh, I'm also pleased to announce and report that uh, uh, we have secured our first sustainable energy solution uh, deal uh, with Tottenham Hotspur Football Club in the UK, one of the world's leading uh, football clubs, uh, and we've become their global patri partner uh, as part of the, of the transaction as well. Uh, this is uh, uh, our first uh, SES holistic uh, uh, deal, and uh, also our first in relation to infrastructure assets, uh, being the stadium for Tottenham Hotspur in the UK, as well as their training facilities. Uh, we expect uh, further orders uh, in the second half of FY21 uh, from our mining sector customers in particular uh, across the globe. Jumping to page four, uh, just to 
review where we are at in terms of our FY21 key objectives, which we uh, shared with the market uh, back in August at the time of our four-year results. Uh, we're ahead of schedule at the moment, uh, and in, in a nutshell, we are tracking at 55% uh, completion uh, in terms of the objectives that we've set out, and we're on track to deliver on the rest uh, before the end of June uh, 2021. Moving on to the specific uh, business units, firstly I'll touch on Avitus, which is our critical power uh, and site-specific electrical infrastructure business in Australia. Uh, revenues, GP and EBITDA declined across the board, um, again due to the strict COVID lockdowns that were experienced uh, in Australia. Uh, the business delivered $22.3 million in revenues, which is down 29% year-on-year. Gross profit was $4.6 million compared to $5.6 million in the prior period. Uh, gross margins did, however, improve as a result of efficiency gains. Uh, the underlying EBITDA for the business was uh, $3.3 million, that is down 18%. Uh, reflecting the lower gross profits, uh, although that was partially offset by further overhead cost savings. Uh, notwithstanding these results, we continue to win work uh, and uh, deliver on it. Um, we are seeing uh, conditions improve uh, since the start of uh, calendar 2021, and uh, uh, the outlook remains you know, very buoyant uh, for the Avitas uh, business uh, unit. We've also completed the refinancing of funding facilities, uh, which have resulted in a 38% reduction in financing costs, as well as the retirement of some uh, redundant working capital lines that we no longer need. Moving on to our solar development business, which uh, is called Vivo Solar. So we have both uh, a US portfolio as well as an Australian portfolio. Starting off with the US portfolio first, uh, as mentioned uh, during the four-year results uh, back in August, uh, we have taken over management control uh, of the joint venture from our joint venture partner. Uh, we've been focused on maximizing value across the portfolio. Uh, we are, however, still hamstrung by negotiations that continue with our joint venture partner in relation to settlements uh, of uh, uh, settlement of uh, the joint venture arrangements, uh, where we are seeking as a minimum, and they have offered as a minimum, uh, their 50% of the portfolio for nominal consideration. Uh, we are still live in terms of negotiations on that. Uh, we do expect to complete that uh, before the end of the fiscal year. Uh, as far as the portfolio is concerned, uh, the uh, net megawatts uh, is uh, 882, uh, which uh, uh, that's, that's in total, and that is slightly down on the original economic share that we had at the outset, which was 922. Uh, that said, we have made progress uh, in terms of uh, the development uh, path for a number of these uh, projects. 
uh, the outlook also has improved, uh, obviously with the Biden presidency being far more accommodating uh, to renewable uh, as an industry uh, in the U.S. Uh, so that's uh, that's been a real positive uh, for that portfolio. On the Australian front, uh, we have been seeking to monetize our uh, uh, smaller solar projects uh, in that market. Uh, and during the post-balance date periods, uh, we have successfully managed to sell Daisy Hill, and we're closing in on a sale of Ugali Solar as well. Uh, both are expected to be profitable overall. Uh, additionally, you know, Jerry Martin, which is one of our Vitas business units, has successfully completed over 150 megawatts of solar projects uh, now, and they have another 300 megawatts uh, in their pipeline. Uh, so the solar development activities in Australia have fed uh, the J.A. Martin business uh, in terms of electrical on-site uh, installations for solar farms. Moving on, uh, I'm going to talk about Tembo now. So Tembo obviously is the electrical vehicle business that we acquired uh, back in November last year and moved to 100% ownership of in February this year. So just to recap, it focuses on customized and ruggedized applications, including for the mining sector globally. And that's very much been our focus of attention uh, as far as uh, securing orders, uh, other sectors that uh, we are uh, prioritizing are infrastructure, uh, which is where the Tottenham deal fits in, as well as utilities uh, and uh, government services. Uh, we signed uh, a landmark deal with GB Auto Group uh, in January 2021 as well, uh, and that uh, agreement sees GB Auto are very well regarded in the Australian marketplace, particularly amongst the mining companies. Uh, they are committing to purchase at least 2,000 Tembo EV kits uh, in the first four years of a seven-year agreement with a minimum of 500 kits in the first year. Uh, this deal, as I mentioned before, is worth uh, up to US $250 million, and Vivo, Power, and GB Auto are working very closely on a number of opportunities that uh, we're seeking to close uh, before the end of the financial year. Uh, in terms of results, uh, the revenues contribution from Tembo was uh, pretty small uh, for the half-year period. A consolidated revenues of 0.4 mil reflect only two months of uh, contribution post the acquisition in October. Uh, and that was primarily from delivery of existing orders to key long-term customers. Uh, revenues were, <coughs> excuse me, lower year on year due to operational disruption and delays in production and delivery as a result of COVID-19 lockdowns uh, in the Netherlands and in the customer markets as well. Uh, net loss for the period was uh, 0.5 million, driven by a number of non-recurring items. Uh, work, importantly, has commenced on the next generation 72 kilowatt per hour battery platform. Uh, and uh, the Viva Power onboarding and integration program commenced and is near completion uh, at the time of uh, at the time of uh, this uh, this update. 
we are also live a, a recruitment campaign to beef up the team in terms of engineering capabilities uh, in particular. So moving along, uh, as again we've uh, flagged previously at the full year results presentation, uh, Tembo really enables Viva Power to provide a holistic decarbonization solution which helps our customers to move towards achieving net zero status. Uh, and uh, the key elements of that SES solution, as we call it, uh, firstly, the electric vehicle. Secondly, site electrification, including microgrids and charging stations. And last but not least, a battery life cycle management uh, uh, program. SES is um, fundamentally an enterprise solution, so it comprises a full suite of uh, hardware, software, and services. Uh, uh, that uh, encompass you know, battery management systems, telematics, and vehicle monitoring systems, uh, the hardware in the form of vehicles, the hardware in the form of microgrids, and charging stations and batteries. Uh, and uh, uh, this is ultimately where we are going to see the business of EvoPower move towards uh, as far as providing this holistic solution uh, to our customers. On that note, uh, I'm going to talk uh, a bit more about the battery partnership with Tottenham Hotspur, uh, which was announced today. Uh, so this is a platform for our first full suite SES deal. Uh, so Tottenham have engaged us to help them achieve net zero carbon status. It's a first of its kind deal with, uh, with them and uh, it's part of their drive to become a net zero carbon business uh, and decarbonize uh, both of their key infrastructure assets, being their uh, stadium in North London, as well as the state-of-the-art training center uh, not too far from the stadium. And uh, we're targeting actionable outcomes by the end of June. Tottenham recently named the Premier League's greenest club Following a, following a study carried out by BBC Sports and the UN-backed Sports Positive Summit. It's also a signatory of the UN Sports for Climate Action Framework. So what will Vivo Power be doing uh, for Tottenham? Uh, we'll start off by evaluating with a view to supplying, installing, and maintaining a large solid-state battery, uh, likely to be more than three megawatts at the stadium. Uh, this will be the largest of any stadium or arena in Europe, and the purpose is to balance and guarantee the venue's uh, uh, power supply. In addition to that, uh, we are evaluating the potential to install a full suite sustainable energy solution at their training grounds. So that will include rooftop solar panels, battery storage, custom microgrid capacity, uh, as well as electrical infrastructure to enable EV usage. Uh, so that uh, will run in parallel to the process uh, with respect to the stadium. Uh, also, as, as the club's uh, official battery technology partner, Viva Power will benefit uh, from visibility on digital signage at Tottenham Hotspur's home matches, 
be featured uh, in content on the club's uh, popular social media channels, uh, which uh, last year had an audience reach uh, of over 433 million football fans. Uh, so we're very excited by this deal. It also uh, is our first deal in the UK market for SES. The UK is arguably the most attractive market for battery storage in the world at the moment. So uh, we are confident that this deal will catalyze further interest uh, in what VivoPower can offer uh, to other corporates uh, in the UK. Just to wrap up on the strategic and operational uh, review, uh, just some other corporate developments that were uh, completed uh, in, the, in the last six months. So we established uh, an advisory council with world-class experience and relevant skills, uh, and uh, they are you know, adding significant value in terms of uh, our growth plan, particularly for Tembo. Uh, we've also uh, added to the board, uh, so Gemma Godfrey, who's based in London, uh, has joined us. Uh, so she has extensive entrepreneurial experience um, in financial services, technology, media, public policy, and sustainability. Uh, on the executive front, uh, we hired uh, Matthew Nestor, who's our sales director for North America, which is a, which is a key market focus for us going forward. Uh, Gary Challoner has joined us as Director of Sustainable Energy Solutions for Australia and New Zealand. And uh, we've just recently hired a general counsel. Uh, that announcement will be formally made uh, shortly. Uh, so team has been beefed up, and uh, we expect to add further hires uh, in, the, in the near term. We're very pleased also to uh, have been awarded uh, the Real Leaders Top 50 Impact Awards, uh, and uh, we ranked 47th globally amongst uh, 150 leading companies that are making a positive social or environmental impact on the world. Uh, so other Real Leader Impact Award winners include Tesla, Patagonia, uh, as well as uh, parent entity Arowana. Uh, by virtue of the Tembo acquisition, we now have a presence uh, in the U EU with uh, the Netherlands obviously being the base of uh, Tembo's activities at present. Uh, we've also opened uh, new offices in Virginia, in the US, as well as Toronto and Canada, uh, both homes to some of the world's largest mining infrastructure and utility companies. And we continue to maintain our strong presence uh, in the Australian market. So jumping to the financial review, I'll cover that as well. Uh, so just to recap, revenues were down uh, and uh, for the half were 22.2 mil versus 31.3 million previous corresponding period. Uh, as for the last period, there was very little by way of solar development uh, revenues and uh, Tembo's contribution to the half-year result uh, was really just two months, uh, and uh, 0.4 mil is the revenue contribution there. Gross profit-wise, uh, this comes primarily from the critical power services business in Australia, 
as mentioned before, GP margin improved, uh, but uh, uh, it's still down overall versus uh, the prior period. Our adjusted EBITDA is uh, one or ended at 1.3 million uh, versus 5.4 mil uh, in the previous corresponding period. Uh, there are a number of non-recurring costs uh, that were incurred, uh, principally relating to litigation expenses involving the former CEO. I'm pleased to say that that chapter has uh, has been concluded, and uh, uh, we have uh, cleared all those expenses relating to that matter. Group basic EPS. Uh, was negative three cents versus positive eight, eight cents in the previous period. On an underlying basis, uh, it's 10 cents versus 14 cents uh, uh, for the same periods in question. I'll jump straight to the balance sheet summary. So in terms of the balance sheet, uh, the key item to note here is obviously the increase in unrestricted cash from 2.8 mil as at the end of June to 17.4 million as at the end of December. Uh, in addition to that, uh, uh, there's been a decrease in current liabilities as well as a decrease in long-term liabilities. Uh, and uh, net assets have improved and increased significantly principally as a result of the equity capital raising that we completed uh, in October last year. Net debt has, has as a result, declined from 23.1 million uh, to 8.3 mil. Uh, so that's significantly improved uh, the credit profile of the company. Thank you for listening in to today's uh, updates. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to email shareholders at evopower.com.